You're listening to the best of the new day. Feel the power on Spotify. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Which is entitled The New Day. Feel the It's not. It's really not fair that I have to be the one to follow E on that. You know what Why? I'm saying? Because what was the problem? Number one for two reasons. Because I'm looking at your face and this is my wow. face, sir. Face wow! Wow! You woke up like the that. Face, the face that you're making, and then I have to deliver after you, and I'm like laughing my off already. You know? So I don't know. Not fair. <laughs> I am Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. I am Big E, and I am Kofi Kingston. Okay. How many times do we have to do this? If I tell you hey, you're you hosting, out. you are hosting. Okay, so okay, yeah. And it, and it makes sense, like in hindsight, but okay, it makes sense. Because okay, I'm the right. one who's hosting right now, okay? Right. Because so let me let me back it up a little bit. You guys who have been listening to the podcast since the first couple episodes, you know, you know that we all have had family, friends, you know, guests on the show, people who knew us back in the day. And when I brought a friend on here, you remember uh, young Anthony Shropshire, you know, supposed to be my homie, supposed to be my ace. You know, he's supposed to come on here and talk about how, you know, how good of a person I was back in high school and and things Mm -hmm. of that nature. Is that what he's supposed to do? Yeah, (laughs) you were supposed to come here and herald the, the, the good name of Kofi Kingston. And I feel like he did the opposite of that. He besmirched my name. He, you know, uh, did he lie? He, he, I, I didn't like. I, he left a bad taste in my mouth. You know what did I'm he saying? Lie? He lied. He told lies. Okay. He came that. on here and he lied on me. He lied on your boy. He besmirched the name of Kofi Kingston. So what I did, and only, you know what? The thing about it is that I was, I was, I was more surprised that he did that. You know, that he would come on here and say these mean and cruel things about me, you know, after the great relationship that we had, you know, he's my financial advisor now. It's, but this isn't about, this isn't about Shrop, okay? I got a real friend now. <laughs> I brought a real friend on the podcast, okay? I brought a friend who I met in college, okay? We were college roommates for three and a half years. Half a year, a semester, he went to uh, to Spain. He abandoned me. He left me. You know, he got he got tired of me. You know, but, but that's neither here nor there. Three and a half years, we uh, we were we were boys. You know what I'm saying? Is we one were. Of us. Yes, <laughs> we were. And we and we still are. We yeah. were and we still are. Guys, let me tell okay? you something. If he thought high school was bad, just wait till we start talking about college. Wow, oh, oh, sir. Uh, I got something. You know, I hold on a second. Don't okay. jump, don't jump the gun here. Yeah. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, 
you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian, tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. I want to kick it off. I want to make sure we're on the right foot. You know, I, I really, Mr. Woods, Mr. E, you know, I don't think we've met in person. Although, I, Woods, we did meet backstage accidentally. I mistook you for Kofi last year in Miami. <laughs> what? Uh, I wasn't even going to bring I was that bringing up. my young godson to, to meet Kofi. And, and it was really dark, I swear. And you were standing there. I was really dark? That's not no, what he said. No, no, no. no, no. And, uh, and, you know, I said, go, go. And you looked at me and you just shook your head with this disappointed look. <laughs> but uh, I no, it happens so regularly. <laughs> Listen, I wanted to get that out of the way. I wanted to get that. It's been, it's been weighing heavy on my shoulders. No. no. He, was, he, was, he, was, he was so flustered that day, too. Listen. I'm like, Bro, he's like, I, I, I mistook him for you. I, I didn't know it was you. I mean, it was real. It was dark. I didn't see who it was. Well, he was like so nervous. I'm like, dude, it literally happens every single no, but, week. But I lived with you for three and a half years. <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but the it was it was the outfit. You know, it was, the, it was the fluorescent colors. You know, I just got really excited and it go and you know, happy was sticking out. Anyway, so I wanted to apologize. He, even I'm not gonna apologize. You know, it's you. I'm apologizing. It was Kofi. <laughs> It might not be a problem. I appreciate it, but it's a normal thing that people get really excited to see Kofi and then they realize it's me and they're immediately disappointed. So so it's totally okay. Well, you you say stop, but how many times have we been to uh, an autograph signing, a book Mm. thing, and they'll go, oh my God, E, oh my God, Kofi. Oh man, I love that trumpet you play. Well, first off, it's not a trumpet and you... You don't need to, whatever. But yeah, go, go, go ahead and introduce your man. And the, it's also so another side note. Right before we uh, started this, he whispered over to me. Hold on a second. We, we are the guest. I'm the host. Fine. I'm the host. Okay. Go ahead. Go. Introduce him. He said end. he was going to talk about that, but he didn't talk about it. Anyway, this is my boy, my homie, my ace, my roommate. And actually, so I thought that uh, I was the best man at his wedding. He was actually the best man at mine. I was not the best man at his wedding, okay? Listen, no, my listen, roommate listen. from college, Fernando Tamayo, a.k.a. Fernando Caballo. He's That's a right. workhorse. El Caballo. Tell him about yourself. Hey, listen, and the best, man, the best man thing was one of the great privileges of my life. Unfortunately, I have a, a brother and a cousin. They're both very insecure young men, and I had to make them my co-best men. But Kofi read a very nice passage at church, you know, and, uh, and then he spent part of the night running away from one of my uh, wife's friend's husbands, who's a huge WWE Kofi fan. It was miserable. And literally, <laughs> and the DJ, who, by the way, this I had the worst wedding DJ 
you've ever seen in your life, DJ Mitch. And DJ <laughs> Mitch would do a little scratch, go pop, pop, like, Kobe DJ Kingston in the house, Kobe Kingston in the house at my wedding. He kept, he kept giving shout outs to Kobe Kingston in the house. Wait, <laughs> DJ was Mitch so... wasn't enough of an indicator for you to know he yeah. wasn't going to be any good? DJ yeah. Mitch? I, uh, yeah, I run, I run parties out of the back of my, my, my van with the shag carpet inside of it. I'm DJ Mitch. Yep. Listen, <laughs> if you, D, if you Google DJ Mitch, I, I forget the name of his company, but he's like a bar mitzvah DJ. You know, bar mitzvahs when, when kids turn 13 years old. Of course. Hell yeah. We love bar mitzvahs. <laughs> yeah. 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 So he came with the band. He was like the band's back. It was like a salsa band, you know, with Miami Cuban salsa band, you know? So he was like the second half of the night and in between. Anyway, he, uh, he chased Kofi pretty much out of my wedding. Kofi, like, left early, I think. It, you know, I he disappeared up, for a little while. Yeah, I, it was funny so, because I'm there. I'm trying to be happy for you. But at the same time, like, he's just you know, calling my name <laughs> out in the middle. Like, no, but people already know I'm there, you know, and they don't really care. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why, are, we, why are we heralding my name throughout your wedding, man? It, I know. I know. He didn't even know my name. No. DJ, yeah. anyway. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. But, you know, I, want, I did want to ask you guys a question. I know Kofi's running the show. Um, but I know you guys have been close for a long, long time with Kof, you know, you basically like brothers and brothers share everything most of the time. Mm-hmm. What can you tell me about the Oompa Loompa, if anything? <laughs> Oompa Loompa. Oompa Loompa. Oh, wow. Story time. Wow. Let us know. Is, can wow. We, wow. Can, wow. We, can we, can we set this, this story up? So just to explain like the bond of friendship. Mm-hmm. So again, so I know the same thing is for them. Like these are the two closest guys that I've like ever like had a friendship with like in wrestling definitely but like also like in my personal life and one day Kofi had a birthday and I were so excited to get him some sort of food some sort of snack and we looked at each other we said the hell does Kofi even eat had no idea after being with this man damn near every day for four years straight we realized we didn't know what he enjoyed eating because he eats skittles and trail mix all the time that's right and so it, it made me think, what else do I not know about him? So Man, I'm so excited. <laughs> Guys, there's a lot. There's, I mean, at one, <laughs> one hour is definitely not enough. But, uh, <laughs> well, you know, we can't do it right now live, I don't think, because I'm, I'm not technologically savvy. But all I have to say is, if you play the Oompa Loompa song from the original Willy Wonka, something magical happens. Yeah. Okay? Uh, Kofi ceases to become Kofi and becomes something totally, entirely different. But he denies that it ever happens. Strong denials. As a matter of fact, there's people like my sister who went to college with us that have never seen it because mm-hmm. Kofi, you know, managed to sneak in the Oompa Loompas without her ever seeing it. And she begged him for it. And he, you know how he denies stuff? You know how he of can oh, keep that over in Listen, mm-hmm. because when we got to college, 99, we, we started college 99. Kofi brings his, his big old school computer. Uh, this is right when Napster and all these, you know, Napster. right? Napster and, and Kazaa and all this stuff started. So he had all these MP3s and, and he's somewhat technologically advanced. And he had the Oompa Loompa song randomly on like this playlist, not even a playlist, just on his, and it came on like shuffle. And all of a sudden from behind the door, out comes this creature, right? <laughs> doing this dance, doing this, like this choreograph. Like he had obviously practiced in front of the mirror. <laughs> 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 Man, oh, all right. Wow. <laughs> and that wasn't the last time. That wasn't the last time he practiced the dance in front of the mirror. Senior year, the cha-cha slide was kind of a hot, a hot jam. And R. Mm-hmm. Kelly's love slide, remember that? Love um, slide. And uh, Step in the Name of Love. Step in the name of love. I would come back from class, the door would be closed, music would be blasting. I'd open it quietly, and he'd be in there watching himself 
do the R. Kelly steps <laughs> on the cha cha slide. Practicing, practicing. Right? Well, I, I mean, I, you know, I was on a step team. I was on a step team. You know, uh, sexual chocolate was the name of the was the name of the step. That is true. That is true. And you know, you, you got to practice. You play how you practice. I, you know, we went out there. We did steps in front of people. Of course, I, I was practicing. But you know, I saw closed doors. I saw a couple of your step shows. Yeah, and the cha cha slide. Step in the name of love mm-hmm. and the love slide. None of those were part of their routine. Yeah. It was because it was because he was courting at the time, who is now his wife. Let us be clear. Okay, this wonderful woman, totally out of his league, had just come into his life. It's true. It's true. That is yep. True. Yep. And all of a sudden, cologne, you know, on his desk, he upgrades his cocoa butter from like the generic Walgreens one to like whatever fancy one. Starts wearing. Stuff, yeah. you know. So there you go. I mean, that's just that, and that's I'm just bookending freshman and senior years, a lot in between. Wow. I'm curious. So, like, what does this creature look like that you turn into? Honestly, I wish I knew what he was talking about because I've heard this story of this uh this Oompa Loompa <laughs> for a year. Honestly, well, it's been decades. Well, we graduated 2003. Yes, sir. It's been yes, over sir. what almost 20 almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I'm, I've been asking the same question, Woods. I've been wanting to know, like, what the creature looks like because people seem to get, like, a lot of enjoyment out of it. And I'm like, hey, I want to laugh, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, can I get, <laughs> can I get hey, let me know. Can I get in on the joke? You know what I'm saying? Like, can you guys film? You know, if it was, like, in this day and age where we, everyone has the cell phones with the cameras and on, on them and everything, then you could maybe, you know, snap a picture, snap a video. But to this day, I've seen no photographic evidence. I've seen no video evidence. I've heard no audio evidence, you know, at, Willy Wonka, yes, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. We've talked about this. You know, I, I the, the uh, you know Busy what I'm saying? Speech, the Willy Wonka. Yes, yes. He knows the whole thing. The, the Oompa Loompa song, I know. Like, I know the lyrics. I mean, Oompa Loompa Doompa Dee Doo. What do you get when you go so down, sweets? Eating as much as an elephant eats. Are you up getting terribly fat? What do you think will come of that? I don't like the look of it. You know, I like, I, I know the song. You know what I'm like, I know that. I know it. I know it. That but as far box. as like this whole like performance, I listen. That, I don't know. You know, there are urban legends. You got Bloody Mary. You got Candyman. You got all these. You say it in the mirror like ten times and you show up. <laughs> if you you know, when we get back to going on the road, when you guys get back to going on the road, we're all traveling. And if you're rooming together, if you're just hanging out at his house, whatever. All I all I can say is I suggest you play the song. Put it on your Spotify. Be ready because Oompa Loompa might show up. Oompa Loompa Co. Mm. You know. Wow. You never know what you're going to get. Or maybe you got me confused with someone else. Maybe. You, you confused maybe. me in Woods, you know? You <laughs> <laughs> didn't confuse yes. me with somebody else on campus. Yes. The song. You you know, know, it was, it was me as his roommate. It was us. We were roommates for three and a half years. I don't like this label that I'm, I'm painting myself with. You know? <laughs> Doesn't look good for you. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of, you know, roommates, obviously one of the things that we did a lot was play video games, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, we played a mm-hmm. lot of games. And I realized this as I was preparing for this uh, this session mm-hmm. we were having. But So people out there, like, I don't know if you know this about me, but especially when it comes to video games, I talk a lot of <laughs> okay? I talk, I talk <laughs> just, a lot. Yeah, wow, we just I mean, came on set. They're going to beep it out. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we got a real good, we got a real good audio department. <laughs> Make them work hard, right? Make them work hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're going to take care of it. But I feel like in college, like, Talking trash with Fern was kind of what set it off. Because in high school, I don't, I don't think I talked trash playing mm-hmm. video games. Mm-hmm. But then playing, you know, video games in college where we 
we talk trash. Yeah. We play a lot of games. Yeah. I mean, listen, when you're the Madden champ like I am. Oh, like, wow. wow. No, no. Okay. <laughs> the poor townsfolk, when you're sitting on top of the, the mountain in the castle and you got the challengers coming at you and just shooting them down with the bows and arrows. <laughs> and that's they basically how it was. I mean, listen, when I won Madden title senior year, this is what Kobe had to Whoa! wear. Okay? True. What? All right? What? He had this. He had to wear it. And oh, he had to, oh you know, he goodness. had to play games in this until he won. So, you know, Tigger. So, right. So what, what, uh, Fernando is holding up <laughs> for the, uh, the audio audience. He doesn't want to describe it. You it's know. Kofi he, in a Tigger, the tiger outfit, which was right. his punishment. I don't know why he no, had it in his closet to begin no. with. <laughs> <laughs> he had it just sitting there. It wasn't one of our, because we coordinated our Halloween outfits every year. We did. This was not his Halloween outfit, but it was in his closet. I don't know where so. <laughs> I got that outfit from, but that was not a punishment. That was because I was in the finals, which you were not in the finals. <laughs> Justin Banks was in the finals and Justin Banks, in order to get inside of his head i put on this tigger outfit okay just you know because justin would he, he would mess with you he would mess with he you would. yeah and i put the tigger outfit on to mess with him so i became the madden king and mm. i'm the one who had the madden king crown mm. on his head for the for the majority of the year mm. okay that he was me. himself that was me it seems weird for you to put yourself inside of a mascot outfit that is extremely sweltering hot inside. Mm -hmm. Dripping sweat. It feels like it's more of a, a something that will affect your gameplay, not your opponents. You would, you would think that. But honestly, just to uh, bring myself down to the level of my opponents, I feel like they would have uh, benefited from having a, an advantage by me being hot. You know, by me sweating, a lot of the sweat was dripping down the, the sleeves of the costume onto the controller. And still, through all that turmoil, I still climbed up to that mountain. I, I was on top of the mountain as the Madden King. I was the king. You guys came you know, up to my temple. I was the Madden Abbot. Listen. You understand? Listen, you guys, you, are, you look, guys are professional wrestlers. You're at, the height of your, you're at the height of your profession. Okay. Kofi was a... Uh, a wrestling hopeful in college, right? You know, he he videotaped the, uh, what, what, what was it called? What was it? Rough and, what was tough, it? Tough rough and tough. Tough and tough. Rough, rough and tough. You know, yeah. it was like, yeah. the WWE. Yeah. 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 It, it was the knockoff <laughs> version. It was the bootleg. Yeah. Tough and tough. So you probably know about JT Fury, you know. It's, know. It, anyway, that was his first character, JT Fury. Oh, let's chat about JT Fury. So JT, JT Fury, Fury was was. Kind of, <laughs> oh, it was awful. We still have the video. He still has the videos, the yeah. tough enough videos. It's but so Kofi, enough. you know, he was desperate to get to become a wrestler. So Madden, first for our first season, I think he made a crown from the Burger King crown. You know, the Burger yes. King King crown, and he and he yeah. cut out the Madden logo and he stuck it on the front of the crown. By the next season, he had made a Madden belt, like a wrestling belt, right? Ooh. And he cut it out thinking he was going to win the league, thinking he was going to be the champion, thinking that that would help him fulfill his goal of, you know, one day becoming a wrestling champion. But guess what happened? I won the league. <laughs> I won the league. I won the league. So I got to wear that belt for most of senior year, I'm pretty sure. He may have, he may have cheated and taken one of the seasons. Oh, like you know, I wouldn't call him a cheater. I would call him someone who plays fast and loose with the rules of the video game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys have played against him, you might know what I'm talking about. <laughs> There's we like, like to say that he's the he's the worst winner and worst loser simultaneously. And it's, it's it's an anomaly. I've never experienced that in my life. Just a horrible sport. Look, I don't know. Okay, guys, win or lose. I don't know, like what you guys think that this is supposed to be. I'm pretty sure I said at the beginning of the podcast that your sole purpose of being on this show was to put me over. 
You know what that means in the business? You know what that means in the business? Well, that means you're supposed to compliment me. You're supposed to, you know, I mean, listen. say good things about me. And now you got these, you got my, my friends piggybacking and you guys are just piling on. Well, I will say this. Everybody's just piling on. I'll say this. I'll say some good things about you. Okay. You okay. 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 You were a good learner. A good learner. Okay. Good listener. Good listener. You learned a lot of things from me. You paid attention. You know, you learned how to dress sharp, how to speak smooth, you know. How to talk to girls for sure, because you know, he was kind of struggling in that department when he first started college. <laughs> but we're not gonna go there, you know. Uh, it worked, you know, worked out. I'll tell you another funny story. We get the call. This, this is something I can thank Kofi for. Okay, I come from Miami, it's hot and humid in Miami. You never have to wear body lotion ever, right? Like your, your skin is, you know, nice and humid and, and moisturized all the time, pretty much. I get to Boston, all of a sudden, I start and I start itching, and I would make fun of him because every day he had this elaborate routine. After he showered, which you know, of his cocoa butter routine, right? Where he would he would he would actually get it and like slap it on his back to reach all the spots, you know. And I would make, what are you doing? And sure enough, a month two in, when it starts getting cold in Boston, I start scratching my back. I'm scratching my arms. I'm getting ash all over my arms, you know, right. grayness. And Kofi introduced me to cocoa butter. Changed my life. I don't use it anymore because I'm back in Miami. But you know, so so that's the that's probably the best thing I can say. You know, you taught me in college. It's a valuable lesson. Yeah, valuable, valuable lesson. lesson that, you, you know, you know what I how to moisturize. Now? Stay moisturized. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's not as easy as uh, as as we make it look. You know, and I and I could have I could have I could have just let you itch. You know, especially after you were making fun of me putting lotion on all the parts of my body. We talked about this on the podcast. <clears> we did. A lot of people neglect the back. You know, the back. sometimes they just yeah. get the front. You know, they get the arm. Oh, I can't reach the back. Oh, and then you just that's it. What you do? Did right. you put it like in a towel and you would like whip it? Something that's like right. that. I put some on my back. Put it on the back. If I can't reach, I take a towel. That's what then I just uh, you know, get all smart. the spots. Yeah, it's, right. it's hard, you know. And I could have let you itch, Fern. <laughs> I could have let you itch, but I said, no, no, no. Let me go ahead and show you the way. This is why you're itching. You're ashy. You don't know what ashy means. You know you don't know about it. You came from Miami. You know about this. You know, take yeah. this. Take true, this cocoa butter. Cuban guy from Miami. Yeah, you know, always, my skin was always glistening from, you know? the, from the humidity. When you started using cocoa butter, did you notice the difference where people were like, oh my God, you smell great. <laughs> not, not, not only that, my comp, my confidence surged. Oh, okay, my God. confidence surged. So, you know, <laughs> my grades, my grades got better. You know? <laughs> More energy all the time. <laughs> a revelation, we call it. A revelation. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it you can work out in it. You can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing in the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, 
Get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I guess the other good thing I can say about you is I learned from Kofi how to how to overcome shortcomings. You know, not everyone's born with he's got some gifts, but he's got a real liability, which is his hand size. Have you guys ever seen his hands? Right. But, yeah, and despite right. those hands, he could, you know, we would let him play pick up basketball with us. He would, you know, <laughs> like a charity case. You would let him play. Someone who pities. You know, intramural, intramural flag football. We, we, we came in second. Our came in second. So we came, we had, we had a good squad and Kofi was, man, this is a very dated reference, but there's a movie called Necessary Roughness, an old football movie where the wide receiver, the star, <laughs> super fast dude, you would, you would burn everybody and they'd throw him the ball and it would just go right through his hands, you know? And so Kofi <laughs> learned how to take these small little mitts, these little, you know, <laughs> these little balloon hands, if you will, <laughs> and cradle the ball, you know, and, and, and help us get to the semifinals. Anyway, so, so I did learn, you know, I learned about overcoming adversity from Kofi. <laughs> So let me, first of all, you know, you talk about small hands. I don't know if you ever heard about a story called Goldilocks and the three bears. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard of it. That's brand new to me. I'll give you a third, but I'm going to tell you the whole thing, you know, look it up, you know, it's out there. Yeah. I Google it. One part where she goes in, right. And she says, Oh wow. She sits in a chair. Oh, this chair is too small. Oh, then she goes and sits in another chair. She says, oh, this one is too big. And then she sits in the chair in the middle and she says, oh, this one is just right. And that's what my hands are. My hands are just right, okay? You're talking about the, my hands being too small. My hands get the job done, okay? I've, I've never come short in anything that my hands are needed to do, okay? So my hands are just right. Goldilocks and the Green Bears. Do you think you would have been a better Madden player with longer fingers? Lucky, for you, possible, right? you lucky get... for you, I did. Lucky for you, I didn't have longer fingers. You know. <laughs> well, you know, the controllers have evolved over the years, right? I mean, like you know, it used to be the Nintendo, the small, tiny little controllers, and you had the Sega Genesis, a little bigger, right? The Xbox. I think that's why we always played PS, PS2, PS3, PS4 back then because the Xbox was too big. For mm-hmm. It's all, it's, it's all making sense, guys. I'm glad we don't like this thing. So we don't like this thing. Honestly, I'm glad we're doing this. Xbox controllers, Xbox controllers, too big for Kofi. <laughs> do you guys play video games together? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. yes. Just, just it's like it's like the basis of our relationship. <laughs> it is. It is the foundation. It really is. It is. It's a good way to. It's good way for male bonding. You know, things, yeah. things have not changed. And does he play in the gray areas? Like I said. It's to the point where so so E doesn't play a ton of video games, but the ones that he does play, we're like, oh, we we got hype about him, and we'd play UFC a lot. But E ended up getting very good at this because this was something that he really put some time into. And Kofi did not. And so when Kofi would come and play with us, he would get beat. And normally it's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, you know, I'll sit out and come back, our, come back around when it's my turn again. Kofi got beat and we were playing on Kofi's PlayStation and Kofi decided to delete the game off his PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> well, for you get it. He, he joked about it for months, uh, knowing how much it would hurt me. Yeah. And then he finally pulled the trigger one day just to, just to really stick the knife deep in. It, it was, that wasn't the reason. I mean, I needed room on my PlayStation. Of course, uh-huh. that was the, it was the first thing to go, you know? You know, I feel like, man, I'm having, I'm having some PTSD. I think you like to leave. 
I'm pretty sure he did that in college. He was like, just turn the game, you know, just turn it off. Like when he's about to lose or, no. you know, pull the plug or something. You had, you had some tricks up your sleeve. No, yeah. not like this. Let's, let's move on, guys. Let's move, let's move on. I don't know exactly. Like, I know you're a lawyer. But you know like, what, what I do. I don't. I have no idea what you actually it's, do. You know what? It's Dude. kind of boring for this podcast. Well, come on, man. <laughs> but I can tell you. I can tell you what I did do. Uh, I, I used to work for the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, 2008 to 2010. Uh, I was kind of a lawyer slash scout uh, in charge of the international scouting. So all the international players we signed from Dominican Republic, Cuba, uh, Venezuela, Japan, I was kind of like the guy that would help negotiate the signing deal and put the contract together and help recruit them, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, and this was when Kofi was just starting to get on TV. So I'm going to bring it back to Kofi. <laughs> and the guys in the front office were into wrestling. A couple of the guys were like huge into it. So uh, I leave the Red Sox late 2010. And what do you know? A couple of years ago, I get a message. I think it was from one of the Red Sox guys. I hadn't even heard from you. Did you know your friend Kofi <laughs> Kingston is throwing out the first pitch at the Red Sox game? <laughs> what do you mean Kofi Kingston throws the best? You know, I look at his Facebook and he's got it posted like, you know, save mm. the date. I'm throwing out the first. I call him like, what the hell's going on, man? You didn't even tell me about that? <laughs> guess what? Like the good, true brother of his that I am, I fly up. Okay. I go, wow. I sit with his family. I film it. I tape. I'm, I'm hoping that he's going to throw a strike. And I also have a baseball <laughs> background. You know, I can throw, you know, I, was, I yeah. walk on, walked on to the baseball team, you know, and, you know, he kind of disappointed me, guys. I got to be honest. It was like a, two bouncers to the plate. Two bouncers? Maybe a, a one bouncer, two bouncer. It was one bounce. It wasn't. A, it, it was, <laughs> now, do you, now, do you think if your fingers were longer, you may have been able to reach that Or your pecs were full or whatever. Wow. <laughs> oh, God, he's I appreciate that. I appreciate that. He hit hard, 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 hard on him. No, not like this. You know, this is something because I haven't talked to him about this. We're catching up on all sorts of stuff on this trip. How come when you Google Kobe Kingston, the second thing that comes up is Kobe Kingston? Jess, what is that? Talked about that. People want to know. They want to know. They want to understand. But look, my my mentality. So they they told me, uh, actually, yeah, Jen from uh, the public relations marketing team, whatever, is like, hey, you want to throw out the first pitch for the Red Sox? I'm like, are you serious? Of course I want to do that. And then I realized when I hung up the phone, I was like, man, I haven't thrown a baseball in 15 years, you know? So I had like a week, uh, immediately I get off the phone uh, with her. I go to a Dick Sporting Goods. I bought like three baseballs. <laughs> went to like a random baseball field. I think we were in like, I don't know, actually somewhere in the Midwest. So, so I'm just at the baseball field, just me by myself. The lights are on and everything. I'm sitting there, you know? I feel the just, dreams. You know, just throwing high heat. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, I think I can do this. You know, I think I'm all right. The lights go out. I'm like, oh no, okay, I didn't get enough practice. So anyway, I finally ended up getting out uh, in front of the um, in front of the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like on the mound and everything. And there was some uh, girl, I think she was like a professional softball player or a, a lot better of a softball player than I am a pitcher. So she was back there and uh, she's like, yeah, you know, I'll just be standing right there in the middle, you know, <laughs> like, okay, cool. Now I got up there and I'm like, you know what? Who was it? I think it was 50 Cent, right? Oh, man. Who, it was uh, went man. to go throw the ball Ooh. and something happened. And like his, for look, I can't, I can't like make fun of him because I didn't really do much better. <laughs> but his, but his form was all off and he looked like he couldn't like throw. It was like he, he was throwing lefty or something like that. He didn't know like he was throwing a baseball. So I get up there. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to bounce this. I'm just going to throw it as hard as I can. I'm throwing the high heat. No matter. I, like, I, you know, when you, you know, you hit the glove and it's the bend, like it pops and makes it pop in the glove. You know, I'm like, that's what I want. 
I don't want to, you know, just lob it over and like barely make it like, who? that's not cool. I have people in the crowd who I went to high school with, you know, they mm-hmm. came down trying to like say what's up. People on my old wrestling team. So the, the crowd was like, it, you know, it was people that I knew. Listen, so listen, you got nervous, said, you're out of your element. Okay. No, I wasn't, okay. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. nervous. I wasn't nervous. <laughs> I just thought that if I threw it as hard as I could, then that would be like respectable. And sure enough, I get up there and I'm, you know, take a deep breath, shake off the first one. I say, I say, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. As you would throw, told me to throw a curveball. I said, nah, told me to throw a changeup. Nah, 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 I want the high heat. Gave her the nod, wound up. Leg high up in the air, looking something like Roger Clemens and Kurt Schilling, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And I threw it as hard as I could. And it went off to the left and it bounced in the dirt and she didn't block it. And then it goes behind her and now she's chasing the ball and everybody's booing. And I'm waving like, you know, <laughs> I'm waving at her. I'm like, because <laughs> what I'm thinking about is like, so you know how uh, you have the pre, uh, before we have a show, they always have like a little compilation package of all the cool things that WWE superstars have done. They have the Miz on, you know, something and they have somebody else doing some other stuff and they'll have people throwing a pit. So I'm thinking like, I have to react as if it was a good pick, a good pitch. <laughs> because they can always cut out like the They'll fix it in post. They'll fix it in post. So they saw, you know, and that's exactly what happened. So you go to his pre-show and you see me throw that first pitch and they cut out and I kind of jump back a little bit, but then they show me like waving to the crowd. <laughs> and if you didn't know, you would have thought I would have thrown a 99 mile per hour fastball right down the middle, just <laughs> happy to be there in Boston in front of my family. And listen, the it form, was bad. The form wasn't bad, but, but as a former scout, I would not have signed him. <laughs> luckily, <laughs> luckily, his son, his oldest son, inherited his mother's genius. Okay, <laughs> not his mother's. Because we were playing wiffle ball yesterday and the kid's a natural. I mean, uh, really, really. Like grippy cross with Roger Clemens, you know? See, and I think like, I'm always, I'm, I'm biased a lot because of, oh, that's my son. He, you know, he can do anything, you know? But so we play baseball in the backyard and I have like a little wiffle ball. He has like a little, you know, wiffle bat. And I'm just trying to throw it so that he can hit it. I'm lobbing it in and he's smacking him out of the backyard. I'm like, oh my God. You know, I'm having to jump out of the way. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know what? Let me test this dude. Let me put some heat on this, you know? So I throw a little heat. Whack! I'm like, oh, no. He's good. You know, like the hand-eye coordination <laughs> is amazing. But, you know, I don't want to jump the gun. We're actually going to enroll him in uh, in baseball before the pandemic hit and everything. But, yeah. again, like, I never played baseball, and I don't know much about it. So, I, you know, but to hear it come from this guy. Burn comes in. Like you know? he said, he was a walk-on <laughs> at Boston College, you know? Yes, yes. Walked on respectable, to Respectable, respectable, you know? D1 baseball, right? Uh-huh. D1, uh-huh. you know? I warmed up some pitchers, you know? Before I <laughs> <laughs> did a pretty good job. <laughs> Guys, I had the wackest uniform number. <laughs> you know how when you're like the scrub, they sign whatever number? I think it was like. 48 and then you know, <laughs> 47. I was like, oh, Coming to the plate, 48. Oh, yeah. The hat, the hat fit me like this. You know, like, like I couldn't get the right size hat. It was, you know. Oh, no. Hey, for the love of the game, as they say. For the love, the love of the game. game. Right? I mean, look, you, I'm not going to cast aspersions as to what you guys wear to, you know, your profession. But, you know, you got to wear what you got to wear, right? I mean. Got to. Yeah. So with your baseball situation, with that first pitch, have you ever been in a situation uh, where you've had to try to throw a ball faster than someone else? Throw a ball faster? Oh, like, uh, what, like miles per hour? We just caught like... Yeah, like, have you ever set up a bet where you pitch faster than anyone else on the roster that has never come to fruition? There's a, there's a story here. Yes. You don't remember overseas? Was it? was it Big Show? Who was it? What was, was the Big bet? Show? 
It was so, that's right. Kofi was telling this, this story, I think, and show was talking about how fast he could pitch and Kofi bet showed that he could pitch faster than him. And we that's never right. actually did it, but somebody ordered a, uh, the, the speed the radar, <laughs> the radar <laughs> but we never actually did it. <laughs> hey man, there's, there's still time. You could do it. You could do it via zoom, right? As long as you have two speed gun, guns, you could do it in your backyard, measure off the distance from home plate to the mound. Ooh. You know what? I'd be willing to drive from Miami to Austin <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to catch Kobe's fastball or, or, or to register the speed. To do something. I mean, man, just call me. I'll, yes. I'll, I'll rent an RV and head uh, up. I, you know what? I should have done it when uh, So was like a little bit more injured. You know what I'm saying? Because he had like the hip surgery. Then I should have pressed him. That's when I now he's getting better. He's getting like lean. He's getting strong. You know, we talked about it, but ooh, I don't know. I, ooh. Actually, yesterday, so we were uh, at uh, Fern's house here in Carbondale. We're in uh, Colorado mm -hmm. right now. Uh, he's got a little tennis court back there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, my son and I are just like volleying tennis. I suck at tennis. Uh, my dad is really good, but he never taught me how to play. Shame. But I went to go back. I went to go backhand the, uh, the, the ball and my shoulder, like, I just kind of, I, I heard something. I'm like, oh. I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here. Why am I here? Is that, so, so is that why you didn't want to play basketball or do a jumping comp? So my brother, my brother went to Boston College also five years younger. Cove's pretty close to a similar video game type competitive streak where he's always kind of BSing, you know, the, the smack talk, the BS. And my brother, you know, he's in good shape right now because he doesn't, you know, he lives in LA. All he does is go to the beach, take his shirt off and do push-ups. So we have a basketball hoop on the tennis court. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother was trying to impress Kofi. You know, as a little brother, always trying to impress, you know, me and Kofi. And he was jumping up and grabbing the rim. And, you know, back in the day at Boston College, when we'd, get, we'd play pickup at the, what was it, the Plex? The Plex. Kofi could dunk if you threw him an alley -oop. Yeah. But he could wow. not dunk otherwise. Why? Because we go back to the hands again, right? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <I swear. laughs> he could The ball would slip out. It would slip out. But if he threw it to him perfectly, he would get it and kind of bang it in. So my, my brother, Strong Miguel, is trying to, you know, prove to him, like, hey, man, I can grab rim now. Cove, let's do it. Cove, come on. What do you got? Oh, I don't have anything to prove. You know, I don't have anything to prove yeah. anymore. I don't know. I'm former WWE champion. You know, I don't have anything to prove anymore. Anybody. I mean, listen, I know, you know, humility, you should be humble. Right. You know, and, hey, you know, it's, it's one thing. I think we talked about this too, but like, as far as like real athletic things, I, I got to limit myself, man. Cause I, you know what I mean? Like I'm very, I'm very competitive. I very much wanted to get on that court yes. and just start playing around. And you guys are, you know, like playing one-on-one -on -one and doing all this. And I'm just like, I had to physically like step off the court. I'm like, I'm not, I can't allow myself to cross this line. I can't cross the baseline. Cause if I do, I take one shot and I'm in, you know? And uh, I just, I don't know, my body, it won't, it won't allow me. Like, like we talk, you know, like. You gotta take care of yourself, right? Yeah, dude. It's not, it's not worth it. You know? I mean, I would love to gloat over Miguel. I would love, I would love nothing more than to be, to be gloating. So on that, on that note, should I take you mountain biking on one of these tough trails? I'm not very good, but I got some trails. <laughs> what do you guys think? Liability there? Not, you know. I would say so. Yeah. I would, I would assume so. Uh, Kofi is a fantastic wrestler, uh, mm -hmm. but we've, we've talked about this. We can pretty much like wrestle and maybe lift weights beyond that. We're not very good at uh, anything else, and our body <laughs> breaks more. down very quickly. Yeah. Also, I don't know if Kofi's uh, told you this, Fern, but uh, Woods and Kofi have had a few basketball games. I know, mm -hmm. I know my limitations, <laughs> so I, I know this is not for me. They play basketball against other guys in the roster who are also really not that great at basketball, but comparably <laughs> are much better. And it was bad. It was bad. Like the Miz is um, bless his heart, but he's not a great athlete. 
and uh, it was it was a really ugly display uh, with Kofi. Did, did the Miz beat you in that pickup game, Kofi? Absolutely, one hundred percent not. <laughs> it was close. Though. It was close. <laughs> it was close, and I was dying. I was dying. I almost I almost died on the court. You know, I, I was out of breath. True. You know, and I forget. Do we tell the story? I don't know if we did. Whatever you guys, you can say it again. So I had just uh, deadlifted and uh, squatted. I'm on the way out of the gym. I had to throw that in because it's true. You guys think it's an excuse, but it's true. All of You got to set the scene and you got to tell the truth and tell the facts. That's my (laughs) philosophy when it comes to life, video games, all that stuff. So anyway, I was walking uh, out. I was walking out and Miz walking in. Oh, there's a basketball court right over here. You want to play some ball? I said, Miz. Yeah. Who's that? That was the Miz impression. That's Miz. That's how. That's how he sounds to me. Play some ball. To play some ball. He said it like that, real, real proper. You know. I said, I said basketball. Okay, yeah. Yo, let's play some. Let's play some. Let's ball. You know. So we go in there. This is a place called Reds in Lafayette, in Louisiana, where it's an amazing facility, mm-hmm. like uh, awesome, like powerlifting, all the, all that stuff. Um, and they have summer camps there. So we go into the basketball court and uh, there's kids everywhere. As soon as me and Miz walk in, everybody's eyes light up. Oh, WWE superstars, they're gonna play some ball, okay. So me and Miz get up there. It's a game to seven, okay, to seven. And we get up there. First few, vo- you know, uh, is it volleys? What? Volleys. Ball, go back. Volleys. <laughs> volleys, what do you call it? That's how you know you have no yeah. business playing basketball. Back yeah. Look, you know what? He first said it's all the first, first, first few misses. First few misses. I'm trying to solve it. When I bump it, you're supposed to set it and then smack. You're like, yeah, that's basketball, right? <laughs> it was on a volleyball court. Technically, there was some volleyball nest there. Anyway, it was a bad game. Uh, the kids were uh, happy. They went from happy to disgusted to bored. And they, where there was a crowd of at least 50 kids watching us turn into about a crowd of three or four heckling us. And we were struggling to get to seven. I did beat the Miz, but my body uh, was was very broken down and, and worn out after that, especially after the deadlifts and squats, especially after the deadlifts and squats. I'll say it again, especially after the deadlifts and squats. I just didn't have a lot in the tank, but I pulled out enough. I had enough to beat the Miz and I did. You know, Kofi, I, I would warn the kids if there's kids listening, you know, be careful about meeting your heroes. And they're saying about them. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say this. I'll add to this. It's fine to meet them. Just don't watch them play basketball. Right, right. right. There you go. <laughs> it was literally the worst game of basketball I've ever seen in my life. Because we had to get to the building too. And so yeah. once they started playing, it's like, like you said, it's to seven. So it'll be, I don't know, what, 10 minutes? It felt like a half hour, like 40 minute game. And the, nobody's making shots. Like at one point, they're both like on the ground, like trying to get the ball from each other. It's like, what is, what is this? That's called scrapping, you know? That's called leaving it all out on the court. Oh, man. You leave it all out there. <laughs> Question for you guys, if I may. Voices. Kofi's special voices. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. When you travel yes. with him, does he break any of these out? <laughs> yes. Of course. Yes. Especially at a drive drive throughs uh, for fast food restaurants. Uh, it's it's really magnificent, honestly. really is. <laughs> he, in college, he used to freak out kids. that Because we'd be in our dorm room, you know, like little apartments. And kids would be on the street down below, and you know, on the little pathway. <laughs> and all of a sudden, this like 
Steve Urkel voice. No, they were this like voice. You know, from the, but it sounded like it was coming from the heavens. It was so loud. I can't do it. But it'd be like, hey there, kid. You know, you would narrate, you know, a guy and a girl like holding hands, walking <laughs> like a dorm room. He'd be narrating the whole thing. And there they go, holding the man. Gonna kill someone. What a jerk. Oh, oh, there they go. They're holding hands now. Oh, they're really getting into it now. Oh, geez, look at that little peck on the cheek. Oh, geez, these guys, it's true love. Oh, my goodness gracious, they're making out. Everybody turn away. These guys are making out. They really love each other. You love to see it. That's true love. Goodness gracious, round of applause. Go ahead and clap it up, but don't look at them. Respect their privacy now, guys. Respect their privacy. You know, there's uh, something along the lines of that. It's real. What a you know, just yeah. a jerk. Or, just a jerk. Oh, yes. You should have seen the looks on these people's faces. They'd be turning around, looking up to the heavens, like, where's that voice coming from? Where's <laughs> that? <laughs> it's, uh, it's the hardest I've had in college. I will good, say that. Goodness great. I, you know, I feel like I feel like I need to stop having guests on the show because people are going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe I cheered for that jerk at WrestleMania. <laughs> well, he's a jerk. As, as, as guys who ruin another thing he used to do, and now, you know, now it's, it's different because, you know, we're trying to practice social distancing and all that, all that jazz. But, you know, back in college, you know, we'd get food, we'd order food, be a piece of pizza, whatever it is, to the room, or Kofi would order it for himself a lot of times because, you know, I'd be whatever. And uh, I'd say, hey, Kofi, let me get a, can I get a bite of your pizza? What's the first thing Kofi would do? Lick the entire slice. So I could what? Have to make sure, to make oh, sure, I wouldn't touch it. That's right. Get your own Always. Hey, can I try some of that food? Sure, Fern. And then he'd lick it. Yeah. <laughs> and then offer. Get right. your own food. That was his yeah. food. Get your own food. Now, you guys are probably asking yourselves right now, why did you live with this guy for three and a half years? <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> I had faith that he'd become a star one. Yeah. <laughs> or or you knew how he was and you didn't want that energy turned against you. <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, well, hey, look, man, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to cut it off, okay? Because I, you, you have failed. You have failed. Your role hey. being invited onto this show. You, yes. I, your sole purpose was to come on here and to spend 55 minutes complimenting me, putting me over heralding my good name, unsoiling my name that Anthony Shropshire saw with these good people in the WWE universe. That was what you were supposed to do and you would fail. So on that note, Fern, we're going to close it out, okay? Anytime, on the record, off the record, feel free to call me, feel free to message me, I'll give you, you know, more dirt, whatever you need. You will never, you will never be on these airwaves again. Your voice will never see these airwaves again. We need a part two. I can tell there's a lot more left on the table. But I think, honestly, we should we should have Kof bring on one more friend at some point. And then after that episode, we have all three friends that Kofi has had on the show. A round table. Because they've been at different points of his life. So Shrop might be able to tell something and then... And he, someone else might go, oh, my God. Well, that, is that why he does this? And maybe right. that's why he did this 10 years later. I'm going to go back and listen to the Strop episode again. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Links up. Yeah, and, I, and I know him personally, so I might follow him. Yeah, they, they, met they met randomly. They met randomly. We met at a conference like eight years ago. Yeah. We had some stories. So anyway, uh, anyway, wow. yes, you'll, you'll have to stay tuned Thank to part two if we, uh, if we end up doing this, friend. Thank you so much for, uh, for, for being on the show, you know, and, uh, and telling some good stories. I feel like we could have gone on for, uh, for a lot longer, <laughs> but um, I, I want to have some respect left uh, <laughs> as, far, as far as my name is concerned. So we're going to cut it off. Listen, I appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Anytime. 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 You got any, uh, like anything you want to plug, you know, any causes, any 
you know, charities or anything like that? Is social media handles you want people to follow you? You want to get some followers? I am. I am the first, furthest thing from an influencer, celebrity, known person. I'm anonymous. I like it that way, you know. <laughs> but you know, hey, listen, everyone, stay safe, right? Yeah, that's all I can stay say. Safe. Stay safe. You know, and uh, and do your part to help society, right? Oh, look at that! Whatever it may be, good. No, you can cut that out. You can keep it in. (laughs) (laughs) Fern, thank you so much for being on and enlightening us even more about uh, a man who is definitely a uh, to me, et and myself. He's definitely a father figure. So thank you for shining some more light on. Kofi Kingston's behavior. Anytime, guys. Anytime. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Thank you. We'll have you back for the uh, the Kofi intervention. Um, it's obviously very yeah. necessary. Oh my God, I know, I know. <laughs> you can check me on uh, the socials at Xavier Woods PhD. It's Instagram and Twitter. Also up, up, down, down on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe there. Uh, Kofi Kingston. You can follow me at the True Kofi on the Instagram at True Kofi on the Twitter. I'm at WWE Biggie on Twitter and on Instagram. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> tell your friends to go download this tell them to subscribe wherever they listen to their podcast just type in the new day you'll see it right there it pops up click it subscribe also make sure you get our new day pod t-shirt because you know it's hot you know you want to put it on if it's too hot temperature wise you get it cut the sleeves off now you got a tank top Mm-hmm. 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 that's right Fern I'll, I'll charge you uh, I'll give you a real good discount Fern we'll talk about it real good discount on it. you still gotta pay though especially after today thank you is, isn't he letting you stay at his place uh, yeah, we've been going over there every single night. But, you know, you know yeah. yeah, well, you know, we got some office and what? Let's 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 move on. Let's just let's just close that. Let's just. I got some plans for the rest of the week. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. All right. Well, uh, thanks again, Fern, and uh, appreciate you being on, man. Appreciate you, Fern.